The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. This episode of the Podcast of Terror is brought to you by our friends at Statusphere Merch. Use our coupon code TERROR for 15% off your order at statusphere.merch.com. Welcome to episode 60 of the Podcast of Terror, a production of the Galactic Network. This is a podcast where all things scary. I'm your host, Matt Stein. And uh, with me, as always, is Corey. I eat dinner before it gets light out because I'm 75 years old. Scott, Corey, how are you? I'm fine. You know, I like dollar the the dollar size pancakes because it makes me feel like this is what everything should be costing this these days. I just assumed that you mistook them for like the gold actual, dollars and put them in your pocket actual. and then <laughs> tried buying things with them and then you shake your fist at the the young gas station attendant when she won't let you buy your Twizzlers, your butterscotch hard candies. It's like, why have I had yeast infections all year? Why is my front you're not, pocket you're not supposed of to maple put, syrup? You're not supposed to put the pancakes in your butt. <laughs> For more on this podcast, including show notes, contact information, subscription links, go to gncast.com slash bot. You can chat with us on our Slack channel during our shows over at gncast.com slash sign up. And while you're there, you can subscribe to our newsletter. Podcast of Terror spoiler heavy. We're going to ruin Idle Hands this week. 1999's Idle Hands with Seth Green and a very, a very sexy Jessica Elba at age 18. Mm. And I swear a lot. Uh, this week we're joined by some friends. Uh, returning once again to the Podcast of Terror is our, our Texas friend, Martin Cortez. And uh, we got a virgin. Justin. Who told you? Justin's a virgin. <laughs> And get that get that butthole ready for us. I was afraid I got out of it all of a sudden, but yeah. No, Justin, not at all. Yeah, it's Justin. Um, <laughs> I believe your last name is Subia, but no one told me otherwise, so if I ruined it, sorry. No, no, no you said it perfect, actually, for Fuck the first yeah. time. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I know I still have a buddy that still calls me Sylvia. I'm like, dude, what the hell, man? I've known you for like seven years. There's, <laughs> there's different letters in that one. I don't know if he knows that. Yeah, no, he he even had it in his phone spelled like with a Y and a V. I'm like, dude, this this is like six letters long. <laughs> what is going on here, <laughs> dude? My fucking name is five letters. Subia. None of these, are the, none of these are the same as what you have in your phone. <laughs> dude, that's a fixed name, man. <laughs> well, you can't win them all. No. Uh, well, guys, thanks for coming on the show. However else you want to come, but uh, you collectively picked Idle Hands. We'll we'll get into that later. Yeah. What they didn't realize is that we we assumed they were talking about a movie, and what they meant was they just want to do a four person circle jerk in a room for an hour. <laughs> yeah, Martin just wanted me to sit on my hoping. hands until they went numb and then jerk off feverishly. <laughs> That's no. what I was hoping for, but no. Matt never picked it up. Well, we could. I'm sitting on my hands right now, so just give me a couple minutes. Yeah. Getting ready. Everyone be real quiet while I do this. Wait, you have to make sure you have to make sure to like hum and like look at me right in the eye. If not, it won't work. <laughs> right on it right on it that was way too authentic and familiar <laughs> I'm shit my pants if I do that no I'm a little lightheaded I don't think this is uh, your first time huh? <laughs> no it's not I'm seasoned I hang out with a lot of dirty dirty boys um, <laughs> I, had throw, I had some cab fare thrown at you a time or two damn it <laughs> um, let's uh let's cover some news real quick and then we'll talk about more masturbation techniques later 
Uh, first news story that Corey brought roughly five minutes before we started, so I didn't get a chance to read this because he's a prick. Uh, Sci-Fi has announced five original movies for the 31 Days of Halloween, um, which just sounds like every day of October they're playing a bunch of Halloween movies, which is makes sense, but I feel like, didn't they do something different the last couple of years? Or is that AMC? Might be AMC. Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. That's you, Justin. It's your turn to talk. Oh, wow. I didn't know when it switched. Yeah, AMC did a whole bunch of uh, October Halloween thing with The Walking Dead, not even with just the TV shows The Walking Dead. I also saw just a whole week of Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy Krueger, just the classics coming back, but I didn't hear about anything original. No, yeah, AMC never does original. Um, they do oh, Fear Fest. Okay, so they used to do oh, yeah. like 24 by 7 horror movies for the entire month of October. And then they switched to Fear Fest, which is this year's is October 16th through the 31st, and it's only like 8 a.m. till midnight is horror movies, and they'll show like the same six movies over and over, which is a fucking letdown. Ridiculous. Yeah, and they don't even. I mean, they show like Halloween one, two, three, four, five, six in a day, and then they'll show some other shit, and yeah, it's it's kind of a letdown. So I'm excited to see that Sci-Fi is doing 31 days of horror movies. Uh, it looks like they got a. I see Drag I mean, Me to Hell in here. A, you're, you're talking about a sci fi original, man? I mean. Um, uh, it kind yeah, of depends, so, man. man. I, I know, like, well, the, the Sharknado is huge, and that's technically a horror well, movie. Well, that's because it's like a giant piece of shit, and everybody wants to laugh. So, I, I, mean, I own Giant Octopus versus Mega Shark on Blu ray. <laughs> now, some of those movies have become, mm. like, they, they know that they're spoofing themselves yeah. when they mm. do it. Uh, yeah. Last night, when this started, my wife came home and she's like, "Oh, we have to put on sci-fi right now, because uh, the Crooked Man was the first Fuck. original movie. It was on last night." God damn it! Uh, I gotta see where I can just... download it. Was it bad it though? Some... Oh god. Okay, never mind. Uh, it had some people that I recognized that I liked in it: Amber Benson, who played Tara on Buffy the Vampire Slayer; Diane Meyer, uh, Michael J. White. They're all like kind of staples in these things at this point. Dia Frampton from The Voice, who I'm a fan of. But it was, my wife was like, oh, we've got to watch this. We've got to check it out. And about a half hour into it, she goes, this is like Pretty Little Liars. This is shit. Well, there more and more pissed off as it was on. And I didn't turn it off because it was the Crooked Man. But other than the visuals of the character himself, uh, which was pretty standard and goes with what you would imagine him to look like and be, it was not a good movie. Well, it in, was in the perfectly adequate sci-fi movie, though. In The Conjuring 2, there's like a portion of it about the Crooked Man. Like the kid sings a Crooked Man song. And and they do that in this. And I think yeah. that's part of it also well, is that they... I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know what the fuck this is. The Crooked Man? <laughs> yeah, that this is a... Like, um, it, it, so essentially, I don't know if it's a creepypasta or if it's just yeah, that's kind of like an wondering. old wives' tale, but it's... Uh, you sing the song about the crooked man and then the house is cursed and he kills everybody kind of thing. Yeah, when I was a kid, oh. I remember the song about the crooked man from an old Casper the Friendly Ghost cartoon. So it was like even before my time. So I, I don't even know actually. if they were moving pictures. Uh, but uh, the the rhyme was there was a crooked man who had a crooked smile. He bumped into a crooked fence. and No, he ran a crooked mile. He bumped into a crooked fence and smiled a crooked smile. They did a variation of that for this, and the song was way longer, and there was a lot of singing, and the person singing at that point could not sing, so it was just mm. really fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. uh, you know your picture behind you is moving, right? 
<laughs> Which one of us? Probably yours okay. with the fucking face. Oh, yeah. yeah. She moves all the song. time. Yeah. Trying to get away. She's trying to tone uh, She will never escape. But <laughs> just in general, it it's average sci-fi warfare. I don't know that it was the best thing to start. They're 31 days, uh, especially with all the original stuff that they're talking about doing. One of the things that they are going to introduce is the premiere of the Channel Zero show, Candle Cove. Yeah. And that actually oh. looks good from the yeah. commercials. So that's going to come out on Tuesday the 11th. Mm-hmm. And that one I'm kind of looking forward to. Some of the other ones, there's something called Stakeland 2. I've never even heard of Stakeland 1. But oh, it's your... sta- like, st- like wooden steak. I was thinking yeah. about meat steak, and I'm like, that's a place I want to go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I heard I, I don't I don't know if it's true though. Um I heard that sci fi got the rights to that Slender Man movie though. You know the one that they premiered at the at the South by Southwest in Austin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the documentary about the girls in Wisconsin that stabbed their friend to death. Yes. I'm pretty familiar. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I think no. I thought it was, it's an HBO documentary. Oh, I thought that Sci-Fi had gotten the rights to it. Um, Google. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I mean, I mean, they may have gotten the rights like after HBO plays it for a while, and then it winds up over on Sci-Fi. That happens quite a bit. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I was really interested in that. Like, I thought that was going to be pretty slick. I've been waiting for this thing to come out since they announced that it was going to be at South by Southwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just says I, I, HBO. It was like with- a random. Well, it was a, you know, when they have South by Southwest, you know, we're not that far from Austin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I debated about driving up to Austin to go watch this. But it was, like, a Sunday night, and I was like, oh. yeah, fuck that. I got to work in the morning. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, I wish it would show up sooner than fucking later. Dude, I didn't even piece that all together that that happened in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, not that far. I don't remember where the hell it was. Corey, is there anything else in this new story worth talking about? Well, I remember where that no, was. No, I mean, was. At, at the very least, like you said, it's it's nice because sci-fi is putting the effort into playing a lot of, of horror movie stuff. Not all this stuff will be originals. Uh, it's a mix of things. Even today, they were playing a lot of kind of dark horror or even stuff like Seven was on this morning when I got mm. up. That's a nice way to have your breakfast. Uh, <laughs> but otherwise, it it's just... This is kind of like that perfect moment for horror fans that they wait for all year. Is like, mm-hmm. I just want to watch horror movies all the time. That's my wife every day. And it's weird because AMC just last month was doing all the Friday the 13th again. And I'm mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know why they blew their wad a month before, but hey, whatever. Uh, uh, because anybody will watch it. It doesn't matter. That's yeah, true. I mean, that's true. You could play it next week. I'll watch it again. Yeah. yeah oh, you know, the, the classics of the classics, you know. The, is the game out yet for that Friday Thirteenth? Did you see that they're making no, a video? No, it's supposed game. to come out this month. I backed it's the month. fucking shit out of it. And I eagerly awaiting that thing. I, it looks awesome. I saw some gameplay on that. Yeah. I cannot wait for that to come out. Looks so good. Uh, yeah. I think that's a very interesting way to make a game, though. There's uh, one came out on PC called Dead by Daylight. That's like the same concept, and I think they were trying to strike before Friday the Thirteenth came out, but. I hear people like it, but it's kind of broken. So I'm hoping Friday the Thirteenth is not broken. Well, I mean, you just just by I mean, I don't know what the character was originally, but just by adding fucking Jason to it, I mean, it, yeah, it's awesome. yeah, and and they have like uh, killings from um, the movies from the various movies. Yeah, 
Oh, I hope the 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 sleeping bag kill from Jason. Oh, is in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I think it was one that they talked about doing, but I don't know if it actually made it into the. Oh, game. I really hope it does. That was the greatest part of that movie. Maybe it'll be ah. DLC down the road. <laughs> oh, that that movie was a giant hunk of shit, but that one part was awesome. It uh, appears to be in there. Really, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they have. There's a an image on their on their Twitter of Jason like dragging a sleeping bag with a body in it. They just they just sold another copy. Right there. <laughs> just sold another. So worth Bam. it. Um, before we move on, real quick, the Slender Man killing was in Waukesha, which is just outside of Milwaukee. So it's just huh. like a suburb of Milwaukee. Hmm. So hmm. I was. So like, it's probably a spinoff right of Happy Days. <laughs> Tuesday, Friday, happy days. Thursday, stab your friend 37 times. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) All right, uh, moving on to our next story. Oh, I have to talk about it even though you transitioned, you prick? Well, you won't know anything about it because you didn't read the article. I'm fucking waiting to open it so I can read it. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Tremor 6 is apparently a thing. Nice. Yeah. So (laughs) we've talked a little bit about the fact that Kevin Bacon is apparently working on a Tremors TV series, but not necessarily for TV. He's working with Amazon on it, and it seems to be going forward, but there was some questions. Well, what about the Tremors movies? The, after the first film, Kevin took off. The The second movie still had Fred Ward, but then it pretty much focused entirely on Michael Gross's character, uh, who was in the first two movies, and continued on. I guess the last one had Jamie Kennedy in it as well. So they say that there is a Tremors 6 that is going to happen. Both Gross and Jimmy Kennedy are going to be back, as is director Don Michael Paul. And it will be continuing after what 2015's directed video Tremors 5 Bloodlines was. Can't say Shit. Hot garbage. I, I kind of have to ask. I mean, like, I'm excited for a Tremors TV series because Kevin Bacon's involvement, and I, I want it to be you know, something kind of new. I I also sort of wanted to ignore all these sequels that were not very good. Uh, that's another thing that's been replaying on sci-fi in the last month or so. So I watched a few of those, but yeah, the fucking first Tremors that... is just amazing. Yo, yeah. Tremors is a one. great movie. It's, it's yeah. one of those things that it's, it's good as a one and done. And it's got kind of a feel of a lot of other movies that were coming around at that time like we rewatched maximum overdrive recently and it's not terribly dissimilar from that from the people being kind of trapped in the in the middle of nowhere in a building and all the things that are around them them trying to stay alive in the midst of it but it's it was a lot of fun and i'm why do i want the tv show on a system that i don't even have i don't have amazon prime versus a movie like, what is it about one that makes it better than the other, other than the fact that it's Kevin Bacon, so maybe it's got more credence well, from good. that? It's going to have Kevin Bacon. I mean, that's just it. I mean, maybe maybe they bring back Reba for one, too. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it'll be – I think it'll be decent. I mean, if it, if it does – I mean, if it follows the first movie, though, like if it has the big worms and it doesn't have the crazy ass blaster things, I mean, if we didn't have <laughs> the other movies, we would have never had the ass blasters, you know? That's true. But – you know, we just need the big worms again. That's it. Like, just basic what they were, and that's it. How many more of these films? Because I haven't seen it since, like, I think the third one. How many are there new ones that came out out of the rest of the movies? Besides the Ass Blasters and the Big Worm? I have no idea. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, gotta well, admit, the, the Tremors they're, they're, movies just kind of trail off for me, too, but... Yeah. I, I, I know mean, one, like, I, they went back to the West. Yeah, exactly. It, it's kind of like the From Dust Till Dawn sequels, where they started going oh, back in yeah. time and shit. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd be interested in seeing part five and six, if, if one's going to lead in the other one. Okay, so there's... There's kind of your own. You kind of, uh, kind of answered your own thing there. Uh, did you watch the From Dust Till Dawn TV show? I watched the first two episodes, and it just, oh, man. There's there's a couple of things about it. One is the movie was so great that the TV show wasn't giving me enough new to make me enjoy it as much. It was kind of a retelling and just stretched out, so mm -hmm. it wasn't as interesting. The the actors weren't as good. And the, the biggest minus is it had Wilmer Valderrama in it, and I don't give a fuck about Fez. <laughs> <laughs> That's racist. No. That guy just shows up and everything, and I'm like, oh, shit, really? He's on NCIS now? What the fuck? Yeah, he's on NCIS now. Is he playing himself, though, or is he playing, like, Fez? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because he doesn't he's have on an NCIS accent. playing Fez, that would be amazing. Well, that, that would be so good. Mark I was just trying to hit him. And he's like, hey, it's still good. <laughs> follow his it's fucking back catalog. Oh. You guys do. Fucking weirdos. Um, and he just shows up and it, it's like, oh, well, this is a show that I will no longer watch. I mean, that's what gets you to stop watching him? Pretty much. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not a teen girl who worked on a show on Nickelodeon, so I have no interest in Wilmer Valderrama, all right? Fuck that dude. He just watches the show long enough that either it gets canceled or Wilder Valderrama's in it. Yeah, he's 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 like <laughs> Leah Remini before she was on the King of Queens, uh, was pretty much sitcom death. Every pilot, every show she was in, it was like this is where the show's gonna end because Leah Remini just showed up. Um <laughs> and that's that's basically he's the same thing. I just found out she was in old school. Leah Remini. Really? Yeah, I just watched old school a while. Yeah, she was in old school. She was, I don't know who she was. She was one of the friends to uh, Frank the She Tank's was one of the life. friends that picked up Frank. Yeah. Oh. When he was streaking, yeah, she was like, it's a little cold there, buddy, huh? Yeah. I made a reference to that movie. Was that yesterday, Corey? Yes, you did. Okay. I felt like a long time ago in my head. <laughs> it was a long time ago in drinking years. Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, shit was weeks ago. To me, it was. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was just weeks ago. Well, the good news is for the listener, it will also have been a week ago. So we're doing fine. That's true. Moving right along. Uh, Tremor 6, possibly coming out, very likely, because it's not like it's going to cost more than 20 bucks to do. Uh... <laughs> Tremor 6 with their budget of $47. I know, right? They're just going to get a sleeping bag and fill it full of jello and call it a worm. <laughs> Better than how Matt does it. All right, so next story. <laughs> Universal is working on a new Hitchcock ha -ha, uh, anthology series. Welcome, welcome to Hitchcock. Segment. So many dick jokes right now. <laughs> I know. That was magical. Uh, they don't so... stop. <laughs> Universal has announced today that they have reached a deal with the Alfred Hitchcock estate to bring the iconic director's brand of mystery and intrigue Back to television with a new anthology series titled Welcome to Hitchcock. So the way that they make the sound is that it's going to be a season is going to tell one story, kind of like uh, American Horror Story, and then it will move on to something else the next season. But it's going to use the themes and ideas and certainly the mood and directorial style of Alfred Hitchcock to, in a sense, play off of what he would be doing if he was still around today. 
which is probably nothing like what horror is today Mm -mm. and would confuse the average viewer is like um uh where's why isn't everyone smoking pot and getting naked yeah where's the rape gun i don't understand (laughs) wait so the killer's not killing him with a sleeping bag (laughs) fucking classic (laughs) sleeping bag kill I'm just kind of reading this. I ignore when Corey talks, so I have to reread it myself. <laughs> I hope just it does well. Unfortunately, I feel like what's going to happen is kind of like what Corey said. It's it's going to fall on deaf ears, essentially. People are going to be like, what the fuck is this? And it's not going to last. This isn't fucking scary, man. This is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> There's no I mean, it can't this. be as stupid as the remake of Psycho, but they have done the Psycho TV series, which... Has done well, hasn't it? Okay, yeah, it's 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 done well enough to get through several seasons, and it's finishing off on the note that it wants to finish at. So there's potential of that. And we look at these these classic films, uh, horror films that are being updated for TV right now, like the Exorcist series. It it's not abnormal to do this. I like the idea that it's not just oh we're going to do a series based on the birds, or we're going to do a series based on rear window it's it's we're gonna do a season each year and it's going to be a new story that's going to feel uh hitchcock-esque and that's that's cool i think it's potentially good i i don't just don't think anybody can do it i I think i I think it's gonna be like not anybody who's really seen any hitchcock things or, or read them or anything of that nature is just gonna be like yeah you know it, Close, you have to walk a fine you know, line between doing an homage to someone and and mm-hmm. kind of like saying, oh, I'm going to do this just like Hitchcock would. Well, exactly. then, is there anything original enough there that people are going to find it interesting or they can feel like it's all played out? To the next level of, all right, I'm doing this thing and it's got Hitchcock's name on it, but I'm doing it up to date and nothing like what Hitchcock would actually do. And then all the super fans are pissed off because, well, what the fuck? Exactly. Why would you even use his name if it's just exactly. this piece of shit modern thing where everybody's playing on smartphones? Because it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, like uh, um, if somebody tries to sit there and do Hitchcock, Hitchcock um, it's it's an interpretation. It's, it's what you think Hitchcock is. Yeah, and Everybody there's the idea that- of it being hooked up with the foundation, but that's like saying that the Jack Kirby Foundation can go and make Jack Kirby comics again like Jack Kirby did. It, no, that, that's not really how it works. There was a person who was a creative genius that everybody thought was the best of his time, and unfortunately, they're gone now. So there are sometimes you hear people say that someone is heir apparent to an artist like that, and that's all well and good, but as that person, do you want to just constantly be referencing the person to think of like as your, your mentor or whoever, or do you want to go off on your own and craft your own things? We have such a strong feeling of nostalgia for stuff, but we're so hungry for what's in the past that I think it's hard to accept that we're not there anymore. You know, and, and it's just we're waiting for the next person like Hitchcock who's got an original voice and ideas and could do something really good and doesn't just half-ass it through a horror film. But just copying Hitchcock is not going to do that. Profound Great. statements with Corey Scott. You should play the national anthem when he does it in the background. <laughs> if I could put the national anthem behind Corey just going off. 
<laughs> I was so into that. <laughs> I, I, I was like, fucking right, dude. I <laughs> wanted to stand up and salute him, take my no pants shit, off. Right? I was like, everybody's rebooting everything. This is bullshit. <laughs> well, in this context, he wouldn't stand up and salute. You just walk slowly onto the screen from the left and then, like, have the outline. off the camera and fucking I could probably do that. make it flinch. Yeah. But at, I... I'm not going to prejudge it. I, I think that if you're gonna if you're gonna copy somebody, fucking copy Hitchcock. The problem is, uh, is that yeah. you can pretty easily go into it assuming that Fuck. they're gonna fuck it up. Which yeah, sucks. like that's just the thing is like I don't, I don't want to watch that because I'm afraid they're gonna just fuck the shit out of it. It's gonna be terrible. They're gonna fuck the shit out of it. With the new, uh, yep. Friday, uh, what was it Nightmare on Elm Street with the uh, the new uh, Freddy Krueger? Nobody besides Egon can play Krueger. He did it the best, even in the TV yeah. series, the, the, the uh, Night, Nightmare on Elm Street TV series. That he was in there. He was Freddy. I mean, he did yeah. it awesome. It's, it's, yeah, it's I mean, a really valid point. I, I mean, but the problem is, is Freddy is a character, mm-hmm. and Robert Englund played him very well. And it's not like really anyone can yeah. play Jason because Jason's just a big fucking dude who. You just have to be seven foot tall and be have like a limpy knee. You're y- good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but there's the Jason's a little bit different because he's not the personality of the movies. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the thing that they're all trying to escape from. He's the circumstance and the personalities the are Michael. characters. And it, it it it's not really yeah. Michael's Michael's much the same. I mean, at the very least, with Michael, it's about his extended family and and how they make it work outside of of all of the other stuff. But like they're they've cast a young uh, Han Solo for the Star Wars films. And I'm just, I'm not sure that I like that because Han Solo is one fucking dude and he should only ever be that one fucking dude. And yeah, it would have been great if we got to see Han Solo adventures when he was young with Harrison Ford when he was young, but we did, it was called Star Wars and it was tremendous. So I don't love the idea of taking that person who's only ever been this one guy and putting somebody that's in the role. It's a little bit different when you're talking about somebody who's behind a mask, Uh, but, I think that the Star Wars universe is so expansive that we could tell different stories and introduce new characters for the next generation, but we still get to enjoy the fucking Star Wars stuff that was out there. And same thing with with any of these horror films and stuff. If there's a Freddy Krueger, we had Freddy Krueger. He was fantastic. If we can still utilize him, let's utilize him with that actor. But otherwise, give me something new. Try something else. Try something that maybe has similar themes and stuff. But don't rip off the guy who made that character what he was, because all that personality is part of what mattered and why he has such a fan base. I agree, and I think I think uh, one thing that they they should have done, they should still be working on. Um, we should we should get even though it was it wasn't great, but we should still get more versus movies. Yeah, I think we're I think uh, we're deserved versus movies. Leverage yeah, the- versus Bucky. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> well, they, they talked about doing um, what was it um, Leatherface? But like one that makes sense. You can't do Ash. like you can't do uh, who? It was Leatherface and Ash, and one more yeah. person. That would be great. See, yeah. like that would be great. But you can't sit there and do Michael and Jason because there's no ending to that shit. Right. Right. Like that's just how it is. But you you could do bring Freddy back and let him fight Michael. Yeah, I mean, there was a great comic series from Tim Seeley called Hack and Hack and Slash, which was 
like a final girl character and a huge serial killer type guy that went and fought all these other horror movie tropes like a, a Jason, like the, the evil lunch lady was in the first one. And that was such a great idea because it involved all the concepts from these other movies. And I would love to see that turned into a series or a series of films mm -hmm. because it plays off of it like the way that Scream played off of the slasher flick. I, I yes. would like to see that happen. But at some point, you have to move past that and, and invent the next genre. When Tremors came out, it was a next type of, of genre. And all of a sudden, Sandworm everywhere. Yeah, I, I just think that there's potential to enjoy the the throwback, but you also you can't just rely on it forever because it's not going to have the same appeal to the new audience. Yeah, and that's but that that's the problem right now. I mean, that is the problem right now. That that's all we're doing is just rehashing shit. Mm -hmm. Like yep. that is really it. You know, they just give Michael Bay an old script and they're like, here, throw some explosions in it, dude. You got right, it. exactly. Blow up thirty-seven um, cars. You got yourself a new movie. Right, like, throw some car. salt on that bitch and let's sell it for 15 bucks a ticket let's mm -hmm. do it uh, all right so leading into the next story then that kind of brings up a, a point is the next story is carpenter's halloween along with parts four and five are getting theatrical run this october so this is we're not redoing these movies but we're going to release them for fans to go see in the big screen that they maybe never had the chance before is it That's just great. me or are they like doing this a lot more often I remember they yes, did with Star Wars. They did it with Star Wars and um, what other movies did they do? They did it with a couple of different ones, but I remember Star Wars they did it with, and I, I kind of like that going to see the, you know, on the big screen like that. What you weren't around for, like me, I'm 25, so I wasn't around when you know, like Jaws was made or. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, but uh, I still appreciate. It. I love the old movies. I grew up watching that because my mom, my well, my dad mostly watched all those horror movies. That's what I grew up watching: Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers. I mean, I used to have all the masks on my entertainment center, uh, just standing on little displays. Had to take it down because it scared my siblings. But I don't know, <laughs> or maybe they thought I was crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna go with crazy. I, I think that. <sighs> Movie theaters obviously have been struggling for a number of years. When you do something that feels more like an event, where it's like, oh, we're going to do this special thing for a short time, it's it's going to bring people out better than, oh, a new movie came out. Well, I don't know if it's shit or if it's actually okay. I'll just wait until it shows up on video on demand in a month and, and fuck seeing in the theater because why do I want to leave my house? My yeah. TV is just as good. But an experience like this, like when I was uh probably about 21 or 22 my friend and i went to a, a theater in detroit and they played i think it was probably ferris bueller or something like that and everybody's all into it because we'd seen it a billion times on cable and on video but we're out in the theater together we're having drinks we're having food everybody's shouting at the screen like it's the uh, rocky Horror picture show with the lines <laughs> it was just such a great time and it didn't matter that okay, we've seen this movie before, or I'm spending more than I would if I just went to a regular movie theater to watch a film. It was more fun because of the experience. And I think that if you can do something like that, that's going to be what saves movie theaters down the road. Yeah, because you're, you're, I mean, you're living with, I mean, it's funny, but you're living with like the member berries. You know what I mean? You're, 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 you're... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what you're doing, though. I mean, you, you remember when there wasn't so many Mexicans? You know, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go down that road again. That's what you're living with, dude. I mean, you're, you're, yeah. you know, you 
you were okay so you were uh you were alive at the time that ferris bueller came out because well ferris bueller came out what 85 six yeah i wasn't alive so So Corey would have been 40 yeah he was like 41 42 yeah 42 42 42 there you go yeah but uh you know you got to go back and see it like uh i thought it was cool when they re re when they uh released the new star wars there's a uh a theater in san antonio they have a do y'all have like uh well, I guess draft houses, draft house cinemas. I know about the draft house. We're, uh, we're finally starting to get them, which is weird since we're the drunkest state in the in the world. Yeah. Well, so they have those up there in San Antonio, and they did all six episodes of Star Wars, and yeah. you bought one ticket to watch all six of them in two days. Yeah, I've seen stuff where theaters have done events where they play all the Marvel films leading up to the new Civil War II that came out this summer. Uh, I haven't gone to any of those. That sounds like uh, just sounds like my bladder to burst. But yeah, it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm old you know, enough that I need a bathroom that. regularly, so yeah. maybe this is not the best situation for me. But I, I love that idea. Again, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. It's make it something that is going to be exciting. Give it an edge over... You know, just sitting at home and watching this shit. What do you guys think about the fact that it's Halloween 1, not Halloween 2, and then goes to 4 and 5? Yeah. Hmm. Like, it's not 2? Not 2. It's just Halloween, Halloween 4, and Halloween 5. Now, 2, I don't know how widely embraced it is, but it is a direct continuation of Halloween. Right. Where yeah. it, and it's and not it off, at right, all right. like the remake of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know three is usually the one that everyone hates for obvious reasons, and that's always left out. But I didn't even think about that yeah. as one, four, and five. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it. Well, yeah, I so mean, it you, may be cheaper. Kind of... It may be cheaper for theaters to pay the rights to show four and five versus, you know, two. And and also, did they kind of? I mean, four and five were undone, sort of by Halloween H two O, correct? Didn't they sort of say that when they brought back Jimmy Lee Curtis's character that they eliminated some of the history of, of these other movies? Certainly six, I think, they got rid of. I don't know a lot about the the canonness of, of Halloween films, so... We'll have to investigate it. We'll talk about it at some point, and maybe we'll watch two for one of the episodes. We're going to start a new segment called Pot Investigates, and I'll get the sound that goes... No, then you got to skip to like a Law and Order dun dun. <laughs> Matt's taking a shit in his bathroom. Like, <laughs> Just me holding a book. <laughs> like, <laughs> my face is beat red. <laughs> Who does number two work for? You show that turd who's boss, buddy. You're going to blow an O-ring out. <laughs> what did you eat? Anyways. Um, so, yeah. These three movies are going to be in the theater. Yeah, and I, I'm not mad at that. Not mad at that no. at all. I don't know if it's I mean, they were good. Ones. I'm curious if, like Corey said, where it's gonna be like a one ticket thing, or if you're gonna be able to buy them separate, or at least whether well, they're digitally restored and remastered, which is kind of cool. Oh, I wonder. So uh, I wonder if they're gonna like IMAX them and shit. That'd be cool, actually. That that's be- what I was thinking. You know, like, that's that's something. I mean, uh, you know. Must have freaked Corey out. You know what I mean? IMAX, you know? (laughs) The picture's all around me. (laughs) (laughs) The seat is shaking. (laughs) God damn it, Martha. 
That's just me. <laughs> Parkinson's. That's fine. <laughs> uh, it appears it's not playing in Texas. Sorry, guys. Oh, well, I shouldn't oh, say that. The... Let me rephrase that. It's in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, uh, El Paso. Which so none of those places are in Texas. No, no, no fuck you, Corey. I... <laughs> My favorite is there's one theater in a little town called Tyler. Tyler, Texas. That's that's Dallas, dude. I know, but it's like Dallas has a shitload here, and Tyler's like just boop, one right there. Yeah, well, they're all. I mean, they're all the same shit. Tyler, Plano, Frisco, all that shit. It's all Dallas. I don't know. Your state is like four of mine, so I don't have a concept of how far apart things are. Uh, I will tell you, it's like six hours from me to make it to Dallas. Where are you? I know. I know what city you're in, but what? If your hand South was the Texas. state of Texas. If my hand, okay, so. You can see this, right? Okay, so yeah. if you call this if you call this Dallas, yeah, uh, I'm right here. And there's still like how there's still like three more hours left south before you hit Mexico. For you? Mm-hmm. I thought you were on. Aren't you in Laredo? No, I'm not in Laredo. Well, where the fuck I'm, are you? I was born in Laredo. Oh. So where are you it's right so now? It's so weird being from Michigan to see someone else using their hand as a locator for other states. No, I get it too. Dude, that's going to be the new map right there. Uh, just, Martin's, just Martin's hand. Like, that's where you're in Texas now. <laughs> you are. Well, see, like, I didn't even do it justice because I called, like, that Dallas when it's, like, they're still, like, way up here. Yeah, there's a whole shitload. <laughs> need both hands. I'd be like, so if, if, if this was Texas. <laughs> <laughs> get on a big fucking whiteboard. Go to town, <laughs> basically. So yeah, they're, they're, but like Houston isn't that far. I, I would really be surprised if they're not showing it in San Antonio. San Antonio is huge. I was surprised to not see it in San Antonio. It's kind of where I was going before. I was very rudely interrupted by my co-host. Hmm. Yeah, if you, if either of you are looking for a podcasting job, I might have an opening pretty soon. You have an opening for everybody. <sighs> so let's move along was- to the movie. <laughs> yeah, speaking of openings, I don't know. I expected yeah, someone to pick something up. It's supposed to be smooth, dude. You know, like it's called a smooth transition. <laughs> uh, you listen to this show. You should know. I know, but That's... I'm hoping that you'll pick it up one day. I mean, you're already at 60, so. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll... <laughs> we're almost. Uh, what happens when you're old? We can retire soon. We'll go with Social Security soon. Mm-hmm. Um, senior citizen discounts are right around the corner. Uh, Corey's already got those. Early bird specials, Corey. Before you know it, we'll be eating eggs Benedict together, buddy. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't eat eggs. I don't have the teeth for it. <laughs> uh, scrambled eggs. We'll just have them make them like a little soupy for you. Yeah, yeah, put them in the blender. Right. Yeah, blender. Yeah, we'll just get you a straw. You can slurp your eggs up through a straw. Well, right Why do next you have to turn everything sure? sexual? I said your, your eggs and a straw. <laughs> I was trying to make you shake and man eggs. So this week we reviewed the movie Idle Hands. Came out in 1999. Yes. Has stars Devin Sawa, Seth Green, Eldon Henson, and Jessica Alba. Also Vivica A. Fox as something that looks like a slutty nun, Black but Mamba. turns out to be a druid who uh, drives around in... I don't know what the hell Vivica A. Fox is supposed to be in this. It was Bad. weird. I think she called herself a druid, right? Yeah, She was a druid. 
So, but I think she also wore a digital watch, maybe, or something. And and then there's yeah. Druid time. We find out at some point it's like, oh, we we've got three hours to to defeat this thing, and it's no because Druid time. It's this time. It's like it's like no, we actually got like <laughs> seven minutes and forty five seconds. It's like, that makes no sense. Yeah, that's not even like I could understand if it was like Greenwich Mean Time, but then that would have been past midnight. So what? What? Where did this take place? Where did this movie take place? Anyone know? You guys no. are no fucking help. No, everybody was stoned in it, so I assume oh. it was your next door neighbor. My neighbor? Yeah, he's an alcoholic. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think everybody. I I don't think you have to say that in Wisconsin. I just think it's assumed. No, everybody. he's like an alcoholic. <laughs> Like, he <laughs> takes the cake. <laughs> he tried knocking down his back door with a snow shovel in the middle of winter. Was he stuck? Uh, his his married girlfriend locked him out. <laughs> Not married to him. Married girlfriend. Oh, wow. Yeah, don't worry. He doesn't listen. I don't even think he can use a computer. Um, mm. I don't think it says where this took place. My point being gonna, is, um... like, if it took place even in, in, in the central time zone... Three I'm hours forward. Like yes, uh, I guess that would make sense. But then you're using, you know, Eastern time is Druid time. It's dumb. What? It was like a lost joke because because it was like, what what? Okay, so I have an actual question. Druid time is real? No, I don't think. Okay, I'm I'm trying to figure this shit out. I was like, wait, is there something that I'm supposed to know that I wasn't taught in elementary school? No, what what I was trying to say is like they just randomly do you remember what time it was it was like 8 or 9 p.m or something and it's just, yeah, it was, like was really like almost like midnight so if the if the movie took place in california if you follow the time zones that would be like in the middle of the ocean time zone is druid time which makes no sense well maybe there was a, a land of druidia that's underwater now a druish princess yeah i was waiting for it <laughs> you like that one <laughs> got it all uh, right, so people who don't know the plot of Idle somebody Hands. Else. <laughs> Softball, buddy. Uh, yeah, Corey, why don't you <laughs> describe the movie? Because you probably right. liked it a lot. So Idle Hands is... Uh, basically, it starts out with a married couple who are just just about to hit the sack, and they see a Not message cool scrawled across the, the ceiling that says, I'm under the bed. They get viciously killed while running around trying to escape. The mother tries to call her son, who is up in the attic, can't get his attention. They're doused. And the next day, the son wakes up, is going through the house, stoned out of his fucking mind all the time. Had a boy. And doesn't realize that his parents have been killed. Doesn't even really pay attention to the fact that they've been missing. Goes to visit his friends to get more weed. They're like, oh, yeah, there's a killer on the loose around town. Don't you watch the news? He's like, no, I fucking hate that show. <laughs> that was probably my favorite line of the movie. <laughs> I'll tell you my favorite line of the movie coming up. Uh, but oh, I can't wait. So uh, main guy is also obsessed with a girl who lives across the street from him who's a uh, badass chick who rides a bike but writes really, he thinks, good song lyrics in a book, and he's too afraid to talk to her. At some point, his friends come over. They find his parents are dead. They realize that he's the one who killed them. He doesn't know anything about it. And then he kills his two best friends. From there, we realize that his hand is possessed by a demon. Uh, the druid 
woman that we have uh, <laughs> yeah, already mentioned is chasing this demon down. Uh, that is Vivica A. Fox's character, Debbie Liqueur, not Sister Liquor. <laughs> and <laughs> so she comes to town to try to to try to seek. I don't know the destruction of this possessed hand. Uh, Anton, the guy with the hand, decides to chop it off, but uses it a little bit to score with Molly, the girl across the street, who is just way too into him for no fucking apparent reason at all. Uh, I know Devin Sawa was cute in the day. I don't know that this was his day, but uh, she just like, oh, you grabbed my ass. I'm totally fucking into you now. Uh, yeah. And just like, <laughs> then they have to go to the high school dance. He stays back to try to finish off the hand, but the hand is going to use Molly to open a portal to hell or drag her to hell. I'm not sure exactly what. It's not like it's trying to build a deep plot and a lot of the things in it are mm -hmm. sort of stolen from other stuff, but it's just over the top dumb and funny. And probably my favorite part, which reminded me a lot of... <sighs> We saw the Frighteners recently. We reviewed that, mm -hmm. and uh, the main character in that had two ghosts or three ghosts at first who help him. Uh, the the two friends that he winds up killing uh, unintentionally come back to life. They come back as zombies because when they saw the light that they were supposed to go into, they decided it was too fucking far away, and so they just they had a they had no choice but to just stick around and help him. It reminded me more of the friend that kept talking to the guy in an American werewolf in London. Like he's killing people. He doesn't mean to do it. It's something that's controlling him. He can't help it. But as he does, his friend who died next to him, it's like, I can't pass on until you kill yourself. Uh, so why don't you fucking do that? Why don't you just, just stop it? And then everybody else that he kills winds up, talking to him as well like yeah just go fucking throw yourself in front of a train or something <laughs> uh cut your hands off or something so yeah it's it's funny it did not do very well in the theater but it's kind of gotten a cult Oof. following it did horrible in the theater <laughs> i don't even and reviews of it are not theater. great i mean it's it's weird because i think that it's perfectly harmless in what it is it's certainly not the shittiest of these kind of horror movies that i've ever mm -hmm. seen but Rotten Tomatoes and other rankings are not uh, good for them. Fuck them. I mean, honestly. But uh, I, I kind of think like when it when it comes to something like that, like like a cult movie, normally like uh, you watch it the first time and you're like, what the fuck? And then you watch it again and that's like, you're like, oh, this is awesome. You know what I mean? Uh, first time I saw this movie, I loved it. <laughs> I mean, it was great. I thought it was just great. And I understand the cult following. Because I've met a lot of people that actually do like it. Yeah, I got to say, when I saw it, it was it was probably on DVD, which was a new technology at the time, uh, <laughs> over at a friend's house. And we all thought it was great. I remember watching it a few times over there. It was just one of those things that would just wind up on. And it was, it was absolutely funny. There's a part where uh, Eldon Henson's character, Nub, and Seth Green's character, Mick, they have gone to try to get back teen and stuff to help Anton who's chopped off his hand and they brought back microwave burritos and Anton had trapped the hand after he cut it off in the microwave. So it's just filled up with blood and ichor and gore and everything. 
and they open it up and they're like, oh, uh, Nub says, oh, maybe we should clean it. And Mick is like, yeah, maybe we should clean the whole fucking house where we're at it too. Shut up. And throws the mic, throws, opens the microwave to throw the burritos in. That was just like, their interactions really make the movie because Anton's yeah. just like the, the hapless idiot. Um, Bali is just the, the lust object and a worthy one. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, mm-hmm. m- 90% of the comedy is coming from Mick and Nub, and a little bit from Debbie and uh, Jack Noseworthy's character, Randy, who is the the guy who's, like me, a little too old to be hanging out with you young pricks and listening to Motley <laughs> Crue in his truck and trying to score at the vigil that the kids are throwing for the twins that were killed at the, at the restaurant at the beginning. So, mm. yeah, I think that there's enough going on in this that it has an appeal for everybody, but certainly for the the people who want to wake and bake. Yes, definitely. All the time. Now, now, like, watching it older, now that, I, you know, obviously I've smoked all before and party a little bit more. When I was a kid, I had no idea what they were doing or why. Or it was like, oh, yeah, it's just funny. Yeah, they're back. They're zombies. Now I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, he's just high all the damn time. <laughs> like, just wakes up, bakes, he has no idea what's going on. Oblivious to everything. I get it. It's a good way to live. Oblivious. Yeah. I mean, who wants to watch the fucking news? You know, that's a boring ass show. I'm 30 and I still don't watch the news. I don't even have uh, teeth. Well, well, I mean, now we don't watch the news because we get our news from other sources. I mean, it's hardly anybody is turning on the TV to watch that shit. And but... I mean, who wants to watch the news with this shit show going on? So, yeah, it's tough. And, yeah. and, I wouldn't say it's necessarily boring as fuck, but it really makes me depressed a lot. Basically, <laughs> yeah, it makes it makes me wonder how much property is in in uh, like nor uh, like the North Pole, Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. fucking Canada, Canada. Sorry, Dave. Move over there, Sunnyvale. There you go. Yeah. All right. What's wrong with that? Get the good chicken nuggets. <laughs> Eight bucks, a good kind. <laughs> wow, that must be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, there wasn't so, yeah, really like a movie. huge more... plot to the movie. Yeah, that's that's the great thing about this movie is that it's just like mm-hmm. mindless. You know, you can you can literally turn your mind off mm-hmm. and watch this movie. I agree. Yeah, the plot yeah. was almost basically it was just a ripoff of what was more or less a throwaway portion. Not exactly throwaway, but not the main plot of Evil Dead. Not Evil Dead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Evil Dead. The Evil Dead, yeah. Bruce Campbell's hand getting possessed yep. and him chopping it off. It it follows that whole so. concept. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, it's like, it's it, like it Evil Dead cool. meets Half Baked. Yeah, that's I was, <laughs> that's like the only way I can really. That's think that's perfect. It. I mean. <laughs> Uh, that, that's that's really fucking true. Yeah. <laughs> huh. And it and and it had you know it was really good comedy and there there was it wasn't scary at all or anything of that nature. Oh no, I don't think it was really but, meant to be scary though. Yeah, that's that's the thing is that you know like it gets classified as like a horror comedy, and right. like I don't know how, <laughs> but it is what it is. I mean, there's gore, there's gore involved, and yeah, it has horror that, concepts. The, the gory image, like when that scene when the hand is in the uh, office and he's just putting his fingers through the pencil sharpener, yeah, and yeah. then just pulling them all out and it's just all sharp and blooded up. That, I think mean, stuff like that, they probably have to give it a horror rating. Yeah, I do want to give credit true. to 
the actor who plays the hand, which is Christopher Hart. Christopher yeah. Hart is a magician, but all of his roles, it seems like he was thing in the Adams Family, Adams Family mm-hmm. Values, the TV movie Adams Family Reunion. He was in this. He was in an episode of Angel Called the Hands that I only assume was about a, a disembodied <laughs> hand again. This dude's One hands hand must be gorgeous. Left. Yeah, I mean, he. I, I assume he's David Duchovny in that. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> In fact, his very first film, he uh, sorry, he was on the TV series Columbo as a magician at a cemetery. I have to again assume that it, this was what David Duchovny's character was based off. Of. <laughs> That's awesome. So I was a, I was a little upset about this movie. That the one thing I thought that this movie was missing, and uh, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that thought it was missing it, but uh, I'm almost 100 percent sure Matt thought it was missing it too. But um, for what it was and everything, there there wasn't enough tits in this movie. No, there was nowhere near enough titties. Right, but uh, there, that that was that's what it was missing. It, but it had the one scene of Kelly Monaco in the Paul Stanley makeup mm-hmm. in the car, and that at that point in time, who she was, that was considered an epic moment, and is probably again one of the places on the VCR that the tape is a little worn down <laughs> because it's been paused too many times. <laughs> It just gets a little fuzzy right there. <laughs> Why, Corey? Why would it get fuzzy? Because we're all KISS fans, and KISS Army says you pause and pay tribute anytime Paul Stanley makes it. Anytime, anytime you you got to play Love Gun every time you see the makeup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nothing off of the, the disco album, not I Was Made For Loving You, because fuck that, nothing from The Elder. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, actually. I do love that album. It's catchy. Not the album. It's fucking the good, man. Disco uh, Kiss. I'm right over that. Kisco. Kisco. Uh, <laughs> you think that's where the company Crisco got their name? Oh, God. Someone said Kisco, and they're like, boom, Crisco. Buttery. They're like, I got it. Million idea. Million dollar idea. Million dollar idea. Fake butter. Call it Crisco. James is just copywriting and writing a letter to his lawyer to sue us right now. He's like, nope, fuck it. It was mine first. I think you got to shut those assholes down. I'm surprised Kiss hasn't released butter. You'd probably be surprised. Kiss butter. I'm going to Google. Is there Kiss butter? I, yeah. I'm betting if uh, it's my, you think it I, is. You probably shouldn't Google that. If no, Gene Simmons no. can put his face on it, he's marketed it. <laughs> if he can, really if Gene point. Simmons can pull his image on it, he'll be like, yeah, I'm selling that. That's mine. He sells <laughs> coffins, dude. He sells kiss coffins. There's just... <sighs> That's yeah. just all. I, I have no problem with that, though. Fucking go to town. Circuit rich. Um, yeah. So when this was out, and, and I probably watched it in either 99 when it hit video or 2000 around that time, it was still okay for me to like lust after Jessica Alba. It's still okay. Because it was eighteen. It's okay right I mean, now. At least she's Thank God for that. But it's it's. I was watching and I'm like, this is uh. I felt a little dirty, huh? I, I feel oh, I feel a little bad for myself right now. I don't feel good about it. And and she's probably. I mean, we discussed this before the show. She's a year younger than my wife, so she's semi. I mean, as appropriate as my wife is, it's appropriate for me now. But yeah, it's 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 uh. It's, did you take a couple showers after you watched this movie? I did take a shower, <laughs> like not directly after because I like to lay around in my own filth a little bit. Oh, but wow. uh, that makes perfect sense. Ah. You just alligator roll in it. 
Just alligator rolling it, rolled to the other side of the bed. <laughs> Someone picked <laughs> up what I was getting at. God damn. <laughs> um, but there's that moment in the, the school dance, which is very evocative of Carrie, and I, I've made the comparison before, Zapped, of everybody at the school dance starts getting killed. Uh, the school dance has the offspring playing, which was really neat to see Jake Busey again after we'd just seen him. But so there's a scene where Molly is dancing with her friend Tanya and then Nub thinks he's going to get with Tanya after and Tanya's kind of into it too. But then as the hand is killing people indiscriminately, uh, and it's still, for some reason, never explained why it's chasing down Molly, why she's the choice of, like, this is who I have to use to drag sure it It's just something, like, because it's part of uh, part of Anton, and, like, that was his lust, you know what I mean, just as a... Yeah, and we don't really hand. understand why the hand gets and possesses him, how he finds it in the first place, because it was at some point on somebody else and then made its way to him, but they never explained that. Uh, well, this they, is where they, Matt will complain. I mean, it's a... What's his name? Uh, uh, Randy... You know, kind of made that point. He was like, you know, the idle hands are the devil's playground. And, yeah, and uh, I assume that he's just susceptible because he's stoned all the time. Because yeah, yeah. he doesn't do dick, you know what I mean? He's just... Well, yeah, you just look around when he wakes up, you know, food, no, no food in the house. Dogs don't have food. First thing he goes is try to go, go get more weed. <laughs> he's, he's not accomplishing anything around the house. So. Yeah, he's yelling yeah. at his mom, Ma, we're out of this. Ma, we're out of dog food. Yeah. Yep. Mom's not answering. I'm out of weed. Oh, I better get, I better leave the house. No. I had a well, you don't a want question, to get though. the safe way before you've gotten stoned because fuck that. A question for Corey. Um, <laughs> since, uh, oh, wait, uh, 99. Oh, Matt, too, right? I guess you you would have been in high school, right, Matt? Nah, eighth grade. Oh. Uh, so. After watching that part where they go to the dance and shit and like the offspring is playing and Molly and Tanya are sitting there dancing and shit. Um, did they really dance like that? I thought I wondered <laughs> the same thing. So you're not alone. Uh, I was like I was like, that's offspring playing and she's like dancing some interpretive music dance. <laughs> yeah, quite a quite a difference from her dance level in Honey. Was that the movie Honey. that she she was Honey, the yeah. Honey. Uh no, and I don't. I don't. I from all I know from watching teen movies from the '90s is that everybody dances in in synchronicity with each other anytime that you're at a school dance uh, yeah. because Usher has taught everybody how to do it. Uh, that, yeah, uh, that so this was very off-putting to me. I didn't understand why people were dancing individually. Backstreet's back. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know, I never. Danced I was, I was at really happy dances. they used the Offspring, though. I mean. I mean, the offspring was like very relevant in 1999. Yeah, like they were. I mean, give it to what they were. They were the shit then. You know what I mean? They they were good. And they show up, and they're not even doing their own stuff. They're no. doing a Ramones cover, which is yeah, itself pretty I mean, awesome. But I mean, you can't really play Pretty Five for a white guy. And uh... I don't think that was out yet. Oh really? <laughs> oh no, yeah, Americana came out in '98, so it was. So there you go. It just came out, but that's like when they were at their the peak of popularity so i guess it makes sense now yeah and and that's pretty i mean maybe that makes sense why that fucking budget was so high because they're just signing the offspring at that time <laughs> <laughs> that's the only you get a 45 million dollar budget 40 million goes to the offspring <laughs> yeah basically right and the rest of it they're like uh, we can get a bunch of oregano and all we need is an old 70s ford and that's it we're good <laughs> yeah i mean the the whole soundtrack is 
pretty reasonable for its time and for what it was. But uh, even Tom DeLonge shows up in this in a cameo role for absolutely no reason at all. Who was he? And, mm-hmm. uh, I think he worked at the restaurant. I think he might have been the guy who was the window server at the, the burger place. Oh, shit, I totally missed it. Oh. Yeah, I'm so I think... think the guy who, who did the soundtrack or picked the music and stuff for this just had a lot of friends that he did because he's done a lot of other stuff too. And um, maybe he just grabbed people that he knew. He's like, hey, you want to be in this movie that I'm so doing? You got like 15 for. minutes, dude? Like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he was the drive-thru guy. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Found a picture on the internet. Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was interesting. Hmm. So there's there's kind of a cavalier attitude to most of the deaths in this. Like when Anton finds his parents dead, he freaks out a little bit, then kills his two best friends, but then he gets over it really quick. Uh, again, I assume it has something to do with the drug use. And and then he's like, oh, no this is terrible. Oh, but there's Molly, so I'm going to go, you know, have... <laughs> I don't know if they actually had sex or if she just gave him, uh, interestingly enough, a hand job. Or something because he got up the next day. She's still wearing all of her clothes, and his pants are completely undone. But uh, it, it's just nothing. a lot of yeah, but a lot of indifference. Like even when when Nub and Mick are going after the girls, and he he hears Tanya it screams. He's like, "Oh wait, we got to go save Tanya!" And yeah. she's been chopped up by the fan blade, which is probably one of the the funnier deaths in the thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mick is like, oh yeah, if you want to go back there and get yourself a piece, it was just like such a <laughs> god damn it, she's dead. That sucks. Oh well, let's make a joke about it. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought he killed the cops pretty good. The cops were the cops were the good one. Yeah, oh, the cops the was pretty good. Taser and the yeah. needle. Yeah, they were assholes. Yeah, they were. Uh, I don't blame. I them. mean, they were typical like guys that we went to high school with that became cops assholes that you find in these kind of things. Basically, power trip. Did the did the hand talk at all? No, no, no. It just wrote messages. So and I don't know if you noticed, point, but yeah, Robert Englund is credited as the voice of the hand. What? <laughs> you not? <laughs> did it make any kind of noises and stuff when it was in the puppet face? I don't no. know. I don't think so. I don't it, remember nothing. I think all all it did was uh, when uh, the what was it the bong and Dex, destiny or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. just, just, it changed its face. That was it. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It spinach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need some spinach. I actually, uh, uh, I got a funny story about that one, too. Like, a couple couple days ago, like, me and Justin have been talking about this movie, uh, you know, because we are going to be on the podcast. I was just, whatever. So, it's been on my mind. And uh, I was at work the other day, and uh, I like, I like dip snuff. And uh, we were going out, getting out of the truck, and you know, getting ready to go work. And I was like, oh, I needs me spinach. And my fucking partner looked right at me and laughed my laughed his ass off. And he was like, fucking idle hands, dude. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was really uh, surprised. I was like, wow. Uh, Ricky Martin was also in this in an uncredited role as Man in Car Park. What? what? Yeah, no shit. I'm, I'm telling you. this. A lot of people just randomly showed up in this for no, for no Wait, good reason. Man in car- what the fuck does that even mean? I, there was Man a probably where all the cars were when they where the couple got killed in the kiss makeup. Maybe is the only thing I think of. Uh, Kyle Gass was, guy? was in the Burger Jungle. Yes, he was. That's why. Oh I yeah. 
tenacious. I mean, D. which may be appropriate to Kyle Gass at that point. You know, we didn't have yeah. tenacious D. I know, yeah, they weren't doing anything at that point. Hmm. So. Just in general, yeah, it's it's funny because Devin Sawa at that point in time had been the teen heartthrob kid uh, from a lot of things, and I remember him as being the human incarnation of Casper at the end of that movie. And I oh, went and saw shit. Casper in the theater with my mom when it came out, and he shows up on the screen, and every girl in that theater just goes, woo, like that. I'm like, what the shit just yeah, happened? You don't have to lie, Corey. We know you did it. And it was, yeah, it was me. Um, See, I first remember him in... I didn't know who he was. I and first, so... Go ahead. I said, I just first, first remember him from Final Destination. Yeah, he started doing Final Destination. Oh, that's the same fucking dude, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was the one? Slackers is another one that yeah. I remember him from. And then he kind of he started doing kind of video on demand or or direct video horror movies and had a shit time in his career, so he took a step back. But even SLC Punk, like he tried to start doing things that weren't the teen heartthrobby stuff, Oof. and then he Bit he backed ass. out. He took some time off, and he didn't come back until they cast him in the Nikita TV series on CW. Uh, he he consistently did sh- did work, shit. Yeah, but not work shit. that he, he consistently did shit work. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, the Crooked Man on Sci-Fi, an original. Movie. <laughs> I, I uh, mean, Bill's got to get paid, man. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we know, you know that this was the first time that most of us ever heard of Jessica Alba. Uh, she went from this to being on that Fox series, Dark Angel. Eldon yes. Henson had been in some stuff as a kid. He was in the Mighty Ducks movies. Seth Green had been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is around the time that he was on Buffy. And I think like they brought him, uh, if, if I'm not wrong, I mean, you have to think of it. This is 99, dude. I was a, I was a, a child at the time. Um, I think he was semi-famous, and I think you brought him in for comedy reasons because he was funny at the time, too. No, I mean, not- they made the movie for me. Yeah. They were really, honestly, the the parts that I enjoyed the most at was mm-hmm. their interactions, and I I wouldn't have hated seeing a a sequel to this with a totally different theme, but about uh, them being the guardian angels to Anton. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because that shit was fucking hilarious at the end of that movie. At the end of the movie, that was the best part. Like you know, whenever they turn off the lights, he's like, "Ah, oh, should we tell him that was us?" Oh no, let's just keep going. Like a little bit. Like yeah, but I mean, uh, like El- Eldon's still doing shit. Well, you he's know, on like I, Daredevil uh, now. Daredevil, he's yeah, he's foggy. Yeah, and that's and, that's, and that's Seth's doing stuff, but he's he's doing family he's guy. doing oh, behind yeah. the scenes stuff. Family Guy and oh, Family Guy is true. Robot right? Chicken that he created, it, he's doing just fine for himself. But that whole scene again, I mean, the Frighteners came out in 1996, and the two ghosts go and become the guardian angels mm-hmm. for Michael J. Fox. And this is again, very similar to that. Yeah. I suppose right. you want to, you want to rate it? We've gotten to the end of the movie. In a very round. Uh, way. Yeah. I mean, Oh, uh, it was good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you look, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things, dude. This movie is so mindless. I mean, it's 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 you can talk about it all day. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's it's... that's true. Um, well, but... I do want to just mention because we glossed over it. The puppet at the end, the hand gets loose in the school and winds up going into a hand puppet. So they have something more substantial to fight against. And when they are fighting to 
stop the the car from raising that's going to crush Jessica Alba in the ceiling. They use the bong to get the puppet stoned, mm -hmm. and the face completely changes, and the eyes go bloodshot. So it gets like it's already a ridiculous movie, but that's where it goes cartoonish. At mm -hmm. the same time, it hadn't been quite at that point before. Uh, maybe the throwing the cat all the way across the street through the window, but yeah, <laughs> but that was... I had a cat named Bones. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> it right. was what it was, man. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a funny name for a cat. So, I'm, and and you know, we we never talked about it, but uh, uh, you know, when they told him to what was it, smoke oregano and nutmeg, yeah, <laughs> and he did it. <laughs> You've done it too, and, haven't you? Um, about about fucking died. I, I heard about banana peels. That was that was the one. Uh, let's let's not talk about that. Um, <laughs> Damn kids. All right, let's uh, yeah. let's rate this on our uh, never fails three tier ranking system. Uh, zero to five. We're gonna do rewatchability, story, and scariness. We'll start out with rewatchability. Uh, Martin, we will start with you. Uh, rewatchability. I'm gonna go ahead and. Hit it out of the park. I'll go five because I'll watch this forever and a million times. If it's on TV, if it's not, then you always find that person. Like, I mean, it's kind of like how me and uh, me and Justin talked about this movie is because uh, we just it just came up and we we're like, dude, you want to watch that? And our friend hadn't seen it. It was like, dude, we got to fucking see that. You know, and yeah, five all the time. If it's ever on, I'm going to watch it. Justin. I'll give it about a four just because I haven't seen it. Uh, well, until we just watched it recently, but the last time I saw it, I was like 13, but I used to watch it all the time back then. It's one of those things you can watch it over and over again for maybe like, I don't know, a couple of months, and then you won't see it again for a couple of years, but then you'll watch it again. Once you see it again, you have to watch it another time, then another time. So I'll say about a four. Fair it's enough. solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a five, just kind of what Martin said. You know, if it's on, I'll watch it. I kind of forgot how much I like this movie, so now that I, I have it, I'll probably hang on to it and just kind of keep watching it here and there. Corey? Yeah, exactly. You're going to plug it in every once in a while and just be like, yeah, fuck it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Might I mean, I'll... That one and just, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have the fortune of, of rolling fat ones or having seen this when I was 13, but it does make me feel like a 13 year old when i watch it i'll i'll give it a four I, i'll certainly i i think that it bumps up a point simply for the uh kelly monaco and jessica alba on the top of the car scenes fair enough <laughs> well uh, i mean you did see it when you were 43 so i mean that's pretty close yeah that's when <laughs> uh, it was just like an excuse to remember what an erection was like oh <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> story zero to five martin Oh, story. Um, uh, dude, if, be honest, I was like a one or two. There was there was no fucking story to it. Uh, it was pieced together and shit, but it was funny. You know, they, they took uh, a bunch of chicken shit and made chicken salad out of it. You know what I mean? It was... Stone Cold Steve. That's what they did. And if it, if it wasn't for, you know, Seth Green, you know, honestly, I think if it wasn't for Seth Green and Eldon, it, he, that movie's not there. Nuts. And they just did good with the story that they had. Because mm -hmm. yeah. like we were sitting there talking about fucking druid time, and we didn't, we don't know shit about. You know, they just like, oh, I'm a druid. Okay, cool. Like we're all supposed to know that shit. Like it doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah. Justin, yeah. how do you feel about yeah. it? 
I'll give it a one because of that too. It just seems like at first they tried maybe make something of it, like explain a little bit. Oh, the hand didn't just start with him; it came from somebody else. But then they're just the randomness that happens, and like they said with the puppet, comes all cartoony, and you know the zombies comes back really. I mean, just everything. They're I mean, they, they're zombies. They come back, but they can talk. They can. I mean, they're eating burritos instead of brains and stuff. You know, it's stuff. <laughs> it's stuff like, or the old horror movies, you know, it's just, it's just funny. It's what it is. So it's, it's, I give it a one for that because they seem to me that they tried, but then they just like, you know what? Fuck it. The people that are going to watch this are going to be stoners. They're not going to care. Like, it's just going to be hilarious. But we've got Jessica Alba. Let's just let's put it. <laughs> we got Seth Green, Jessica Alba. We got enough to keep them. Don't worry, they're not going anywhere. Anybody else want to do this movie? All right, bring them in. All right, that's it. We're going to be asleep anyway. I I think that's what the producer said when they made it. It's like, well, you know, fuck it. We have Jessica Alba. (laughs) Put her in an angel outfit this year and have her dance around for a little bit. It'll focus on her instead of everybody else. All right, all right, all right. Seth Green is his FaceTime, too. (laughs) And, and you know, like, the good thing is is how short this movie is. This movie's fucking short. Yeah, that's true. So it does not overstay its welcome. No, nope. And uh, we never talked about fucking uh, Eldon getting his neck his neck te- taped with uh-huh. duct tape either. But it's true. <laughs> the burrito scene was, that was gross. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a one because of everything that's already been said. I don't really need to repeat everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously it's ripped off from from better versions of all the ideas are taken from somewhere. Uh, when this came out, there was a comic artist that was trying to sell a movie script that I think Will Smith had actually shown interest in that was very similar. It was somebody had a hand and it had superpowers and stuff. And I thought that's what this was. Man. Yeah, someone just took it out. Right. Uh, but Mr. Handy, uh, I think that <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's a very basic idea that was taken to a much better effect than if it had just been a, a straight superhero thing. So... Yeah, I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a two for the enjoyability, but most of that should have land the comedy should land in rewatchability more than the story, anyways. Uh, so for scariness, I guess I should ask if anyone's going to give this more than a zero. Oh, I mean, I mean, I like a point three, three because I, I give it a three because he just went ran out of weed. I mean, and he was smoking oregano and <laughs> nutmegs. My eyes. Yeah, it was not was like, oh, God. <laughs> I understand the horror now. <laughs> he had a panic attack and he yeah. it was horrible. It was, they got him down and everything. Wow. <laughs> wow. You're really going to fuck up the uh, averages there, Justin. No. No, no. Averages are based off of what you get from it, so you fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that really that shapes the future of the show, so. Uh, I just want you to know that that's your fault. This whole thing has been a social experiment. (laughs) And uh, in the end, Matt's PhD is riding on the data being pure. (laughs) (laughs) We made it. We made it to the 60th episode before someone fucked it up. Now we got to start over. New show. (laughs) Now we're the podcast of scary stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast of scary terror. Terrifying. I don't fucking know. I'm tired. I'm We're sleepy. Terrifying podcast now. Yeah, there we go. Martin, did you get to give it a did you get to give it a rating, Martin? No one cares for for scary. I see how it is, man. Point three, like a dildo. Yeah, point three. Yeah, there was there was a uh, nothing. Now you're fucking it up because I gotta do with fucking decimals and shit. <laughs> so now you're trying to average that out. <laughs> we allow zeros, but you're like, no, point three. 
No, yeah, no, this wasn't scary at all. It's a zero, but okay. just you know, dicking around. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going zero. Corey, do you have anything of meaning to say? I mean, yeah, fucking. Oh, fucking. I'll be nice enough and give it a one. When it starts, you really have no idea what kind of movie it is with the, the parents being <sighs> killed. True. And and that that was very typical of those kind of horror movies at that point. Mm -hmm. uh, it, so it, it takes a turn very quickly after that. But yeah, I'll, I'll say one. Fair enough. Yeah, that's 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 fair. It had it had, it had uh there was there was chances for it to be scary, but uh that they, they said fuck that. <laughs> well, the opening previews or the opening credits and the theme music and everything yeah, going on. I guess it looks what I'm like saying, like it, it looks yeah, like it's opening, gonna be scary. The opening credits were really different from what the rest of the movie was, and and mm -hmm. like I said, I watched Seven today, and it felt more like those type of opening credits. Like this is gonna be a seriously mm -hmm. fucked up movie, and yeah. then it was totally not bad. Like that. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. You can email us at pot at gncast.com. You can leave us a message on the website. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what your favorite part is, your least favorite part. More Corey, less Corey. More it's always less Corey. jokes. I want more Corey. More Corey. Always more Corey. <laughs> if there's something else you want us to do, let us know. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast of Terror. You can also subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your favorite podcatchers. Leave us feedback, five-star reviews on whichever one you like. All of the subscription links options can be found at gncasts.com slash subscribe. Finally, you can join us on Facebook on our page at the uh, Galactic Network. Uh, someone in the chat said more Corey. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's worrisome. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to... Might have turned the chat off after that one. I mean, there's definitely enough to be good around, but uh, it's it's just because when I lay down, I spread across the entire floor. Jesus. <laughs> Gelatinous worm. Yeah. Um, he could be. He was a uh, cast in Tremors. That's true. He's Corey is in Tremors. <laughs> just kidding, Corey. I love you. Just trying trying to get close to Kevin Bacon. I understand. I do. I would too. Um, Martin, do you want people to find you on the internet? Ah, uh, no, no. Justin, how about you? No, thank you. No? Okay, cool. Uh, hey, it's I gotta ask. Um, yeah, follow, please don't tell follow, anybody uh, that you saw me here. Matt, the lifeguard, and uh, <laughs> yeah, just don't ask comics and. Well, um, I, I guess Martin, where can uh, people find Corey and I in the internet? Huh? To just literally <laughs> reset. Corey, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah. Uh, I'm at donutscomics.com. That's where you can find the comics that I either have helped write or helped publish. Right now, Levi is doing Inktober, so he's releasing new art every day on his blog, and that's part of donutscomics.com. You can find all of the different comics from the direct page. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt the Lifeguard. Uh, thanks again for listening to the podcast. It's here, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's... What is that exactly? You know, Superman is an extraterrestrial, so you may hear us talk about him on the Alien Invasion podcast. Hey, it's Dave Nelson inviting you to join myself, Brad Ludwig, and Anessa Moyens for our weekly discussion about all things not of this Earth, whether they be gray or green creatures from fiction, the latest stories from the world of science regarding the real possibility of life out there somewhere, or the claim from somebody saying they're already among us. We'll talk about it. 
you'll hear three stories from the week's news, a featured sighting, and our entertainment picks or warnings rated on a scale of one to five flying saucers, of course. All of it and more every week on the Alien Invasion podcast, part of the Galactic Netcast network of shows. Find us at gncasts.com slash aliens or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Next week on the Podcast of Terror. Next week we will not be having any guests. I let Corey pick the movie because I'm a nice fucking guy. Uh, we're going to be talking about 1986's Critters. Uh, he's been asking to do it for a while, so I finally shut him up and let him have his ways. Thanks again for listening to the podcast here. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay scary, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast here. You can help Galactic Netcast pay for our web and audio hosting by supporting us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash galactic netcasts and pledge as little as dollars a month. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to gncast.com. That's gncast.com.